Hi, you are so very welcome to another episode of the Jessica Cook podcast. First, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. I appreciate you so, so much and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I feel like we have a special connection and I feel like it's a chat with you rather than just me talking to you. It's the strangest thing. What I want to chat to you about in today's episode is stress and anxiety. Something that I feel is very, very close to my heart. Um, Because I've always been a very stressed out and anxious person up until a couple of years ago. I'd started way back when I was a kid um, and I had tonsillitis and asthma and eczema and all the things that are very stress related. And I remember feeling anxious right back from the age of seven onwards. And my friends in school used to call me stress head all the time. I just always got really, really stressed out, really, really anxious. And over the past couple of years, it's taken me time to unravel that and to get my body even used to being in a relaxed, natural state and to not let challenges completely consume me. So I want to share with you today what I used to do when I was stressed out and now what I do. And I always like to say the outcome for every podcast before I get stuck in. The outcome for this podcast episode is that if you are feeling stressed out and anxious and that is having a big impact on your life right now, then maybe something I say to you today will resonate with you and it'll help you on your journey of reducing stress and reducing anxiety. Because you know what they say, right? When we let go or when we figure out how we can let go of the, the, the negative feelings like stress and anxiety, we can let things in and make room for the lovely stuff and the lovely feelings that's all around us. Do you know what I mean by that? Uh, even for an, an example of like going for a walk and when you're really stressed out, it's very, very difficult to see all the nice stuff around you, right? Have you ever done that before? You've gone on a walk and there's lovely birds singing and the sun is shining and you just, you can't even absorb it. You're just in your own mind and you're super stressed out. And then there's other times when you're not stressed out and you go on the same walk and you're like, oh my God, this is nature. I love you. I'm so happy I'm outside. And the only difference is, is that our thoughts are different. Isn't that right? Our thoughts are different. Our thoughts are Um, in dwelling mode and worry mode and stressed out and anxious mode or they're calm and relaxed and I don't know about you but I want to get calm and relaxed as much as I can because we only have this one life and stress and anxiety can take so much from us and it can really blinker what's in front of us and I used to be very much the person that could only relax when the stress had passed And I notice now, because I've been through a couple of challenging months with something out of my control over the past, oh my God, everything comes in threes, actually. Since the summer of last year, there's just been a few things that have been out of my control that I've been able to live with and still enjoy my life and have fun with Arthur and Emily and Joe and my friends, um, which I wasn't able to do in the past. 
So starting off with what I used to do to handle stress, um, I used to mainly use food and alcohol as a stress tool, which clearly <laughs> doesn't work. Um, al- food was a, was a massive part of my stress story. I would have, as you know, you've listened to the podcast before, huge portions at dinner. And even when I was trying to be healthy, I would have huge portions of vegetables and salad. Like I was always just eating huge portions, whether it was unhealthy or healthy, um, at dinner time and always after, uh, after dinner on the couch. If I was going to have a comforting thing, it wouldn't be one bag of crisps, it would be five. It wouldn't be one biscuit, it would be ten. Um, and... Alcohol was a big stress thing for me too, like a crutch. I would just be so excited to get to Friday at five to drink wine. And I would just be so, like, even when I was hungover before hangovers bothered me, I would even enjoy the hangover. It was such a distraction. And I would just be waking up on a Saturday morning, like hungover going, oh, I don't care when is Saturday at five. And I had fooled myself into thinking that this was a way to live and an enjoyable way to live. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, this was just the way it was done. And I would fill myself with strawberries in my Prosecco, with cold rosé, with trying to get into the various types of wine, all just huge distraction. Um, but it was food and alcohol that I really helped. I really tried to get them to change my state, to change how I felt. I used to eat to change how I felt. I used to drink to change how I felt. Um... Another thing that I used to do when I was very stressed out would be to to go into inaction mode. Do you know what I mean by that? That I went that I would go if I was going through a period of stress, I would go I would stop doing some things that I had done, like some some habits, some action steps. Uh, I would just feel frozen. For example, if I had been journaling and working out and getting walks in, I would stop all that to wait until the challenge or the stress had passed. In a sense, I would kind of put my life on hold. Do you know what I mean? And I never thought I was going to be able to change that. I always thought I was such a stressed out person that I was always just going to freeze. My husband knows me so well. He's just like, you just, you just, I would just freeze when I got stressed out. I just, I didn't want to move. I, I, I would just want to stay at my computer. Do you know what I mean? Like I would just want to stay at my computer and even getting up and going to make a cup of tea, I would, I, I, I would just put off. Like even if I had to go to the bathroom, I would in a way put off. I just felt very frozen. So that would be another thing that I would do when I would be very stressed out. I would drop the actiony stuff and I would just be in this catastrophizing place in my life where everything was going to go wrong. If the smallest thing happened, it was just this huge big thing. And it was like proof that the worst things were going to happen. Like if I got an extra bill in the post or if something bad happened, I'd be like, oh my God, that's it. This is it. I'm just so stressed out and anxious now. This is it. I told you this is going to happen. Everything in my life is going to crumble. And I would genuinely feel that. And I would try to catch a grip on myself, but I wouldn't be able to. And then I'd find it really hard to breathe. And then I would go into panic attack mode. I, had, I started getting panic attacks in 2005 and they didn't stop until about 2013. Um, I fixed I fixed them. I stopped getting them. However, I didn't truly reduce my stress really authentically up until a couple of years ago. Um, 
So yeah, interesting. Um, so my negative inner critic would get much more loud in times of stress. Um, do you feel the same way too? Does your negative inner critic get louder when you're stressed out? Like if you're doing something and you make a mistake, would you say to yourself, oh, look, for God's sake, this is just so typical you. Yeah, me too. That's what would be for me too. So my negative inner critic would be louder. I'd be catastrophizing anything. I wouldn't be able to handle the smallest of challenges or mistakes. Well, I had to handle them, but I would be so stressed out. I'd be like, oh my God, don't tell me any bad news. I can't deal with this at the moment. Um, I would become immobile, inaction, and then I would just turn to food and alcohol. So what happens to you when you walk around like that? I see it all the time out on the streets. I, I feel so empathetic for people that I see. I'm like, oh my God, they look so stressed out. And nine times out of 10, they're overweight. They, they, I was overweight. I looked stressed out in my face, puffy. I was puffy, bloated. Um, and everything I made 10 times worse. So I was stressed out and I didn't know how to handle stress or I didn't know how to reduce my stress and live alongside challenges. And then I also, my health suffered as a result and I would gain weight, feel really uncomfortable in my clothes, find it difficult to breathe, feel awful. And then my confidence would take a huge knock because not only was I stressed out, I was also overweight. My clothes would be super tight. I'd feel really uncomfortable in them. Oh my God, it was just a, a, a vicious circle. And interesting, I just want to chat on the, on the weight because, you know, weight's not just a number. It's how we feel about ourselves. And if you love feeling good in your clothes, it's not a vanity thing. It's, it's who you identify as. You want to feel like you look good. You want to feel great in your clothes. You may want to look fit and athletic and healthy. And that's really, really important. And when you're stressed out and you're overeating, it's just so irritating because you're like, oh, but I'm not like overweight because I don't care. I'm overweight because I'm so stressed out and I can't seem to stop turning to food for comfort. And I was a fitness and nutrition coach when I was stress eating and overweight and feeling tough in my clothes. I felt like such a failure because I was doing all the right things. But on top of doing all the right things, I was also managing stress really badly. And I feel that that's a lot of the time with women and the weight loss industry. It's, there's this mismatch. It's like there's so many women out there that want to lose weight, but the weight loss industry have told them that in order to lose weight, they need to focus on their weight. But the weight is only a, a, an outcome of the action steps and the way you live your life. And if you're feeling super stressed and anxious, it's really, really difficult. Unless you're like in the 1% minority of those people that say they, they don't eat when they're stressed out and they, and they lose weight, which I, I, I think is a very small minority. Most people gain weight when they're stressed out. You, you really are finding it so difficult because you are super stressed, you're super anxious, you're, you're being healthy and you're also being unhealthy. And people can be so quick to judge and think, oh my God, what an unhealthy person. They must be overeating and not exercising. They could be doing all that stuff. Absolutely. This was me for absolute years, but also finding it really difficult to manage their stress. So they look and feel really unhealthy. 
Um, and, and that was me. That was me. My confidence took such a huge hit. And all I would do in these moments was just wait for the stress to pass. And then when the stress passed and I happened to get a, a moment in my life, a phase in my life where, where there was no challenges going on, that was when I kind of felt healthier. But that's no way to live your life. We need to figure out a way to keep stress out at bay so we can enjoy our lives in through all the seasons, the tough times and the good times. So we don't put our life on pause. Are you getting that? Do you know what I mean? Like, so you're not putting your life on pause through the stress times and then like living your life when you're feeling good and nothing bad is happening and then oh, something bad is happening. So everything goes on pause. No way. And another reason why I think it's really important to reduce stress, apart from the obvious, something that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode is that you close yourself off to the good feelings. And this is only something I'm learning over the past few years, that if you're stressed out and anxious, like I have been for years, you can't feel love, gratitude, peace, calm. You can't feel joy, even though it might be there when you're feeling stressed out. And I find this really interesting because since I've reduced my stress and anxiety, all the relationships are better in my life. Because I am more calm and slow, kind of, so that I'm able to hear and see things that previously would have gone over the head. Like if somebody was being kind to me or somebody genuinely cared about me and said something. I would have missed that all those years because I was just like in my head, stressed and anxious. And now I really notice the goodness in people and the kindness in people. And I take my time now and and aim to, to put that back to people too and to slow down and be kind and inquire like, how are you? Like, how are you doing? How's your day today? And, and be present and, and be able to listen and hear and respond and help. Um, so it has this wonderful knock-on effect with the people in your life. Like I, I hear Joe more now, my husband, and I, I, I can feel from him when he's maybe stressed out or anxious and my kids and I'm, I'm, it's, it's more open, it's more authentic and it's more, uh, it's more enjoyable actually. Um, so I want you to encourage, I want to encourage you in this episode, if you are feeling very stressed out and anxious to maybe think to yourself, okay, well, what are you doing right now? That's a response to stress that is not serving you. A little bit like what I did, like I, I wrote down, okay, food, alcohol, inaction, catastrophizing, negative inner critic. I um, get very immobile and I try to distract myself, like with scrolling and things like that. What about you? How do you react to stress and what negative knock-on effect does that have in your life? And when you have that like solid in your head, I want to encourage you to maybe flip the script and instead of thinking as your healthy habits, as habits that help you lose weight and get fit, I encourage you to figure out some non-negotiable healthy habits that are your fortress for the rest of your life. And these healthy habits make you strong and capable for enduring the weather. The weather being the weather of life, like the storms that always come and the winter that always come. However, then the spring and summer always comes. But, the health, but your healthy habits that, that really make you strong and capable. 
And you don't lean into them when you're trying to lose weight and get fit. You, you lean into them at all times. They're the non-negotiables that you lean in on, on all phases and seasons of your life that make you strong and capable. And they are your fortress against stress. Against stress. Habits that ensure you're focusing on the things that will continue to bring you forward. Habits that will continue to move the needle for you. Even, excuse me, even when you're going through a stressful time. Even when you're going through a stressful time. So you say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to think of my healthy habits anymore as habits that just help me lose weight and get fit. I'm going to think of my habits as really terrific non-negotiables that I do in my life that make me strong, that make me capable and that become my fortress against stress. They also help me continue to move the needle, continue to help me to do important things in my life that I want to do, that that continue to help me get out and meet people and keep my confidence up even though I'm going through a stressful time. My habits that help me compartmentalize the challenges in my life so that I'm also able to receive love and kindness and laughter and fun while these challenges are going on. Rather than pause my life, get really stressed and anxious and not feel the lovely feelings that could be there and that could come your way. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to share with you my non-negotiable healthy habits that, that, are, that are my fortress against stress and that have absolutely changed my life. And they're really simple. They're really simple. However, they are my non-negotiables. So number one is workouts. I work out, that's become a non-negotiable. And before, if I used to be very stressed out, I would have complete inaction and immobilize myself. Now when I'm feeling like that and I'm going through periods of stress, I coax myself a little bit more by talking to myself out loud and I say things to myself like it's okay Jessica put your workout gear on and really nice and slowly go and do that workout lift gentle weights go nice and slow and steady and it'll be over before you know it and it helps it really really helps moving my body really helps me get out of my head and into action and it is absolutely a non-negotiable for me now and I used to be the most inconsistent person in the world when it came to exercise even when I was a fitness coach because I used to manage uh, my gym back when I had a physical gym my role became kind of like the manager so I wasn't really doing the workouts anymore and I got so stressed out I stopped working out for a period of time Um, fresh air now is a non-negotiable for me and a little bit like the workouts I have to coax myself out the door like come on it's okay the first step is to put your trainers on Jessica and then it is to get your coat on zip up your coat get the dogs walk out the door and lock the door and breaking it down into these tiny little minute steps really helps it really helps. I, I can't get over how game-changing it is to speak like this to myself. Like, it's okay. Gently does it. Off you go. One step at a time. Oh, okay. I can do the one step at a time, but maybe you can... Re- can you relate to me with this from a background of stress and anxiety? I, I only ever see the mountain. I never see the smaller steps. It's always something I struggle with. I never see small steps in front of me. I have to really work at that to break everything down into tiny steps. And that only compounded the stress and made things 10 times worse for me when I only ever saw mountains. 
I only ever saw mountains. Um, even like, do you ever get an email and it's just full of stress and you're think you're just, you're off in your head. You're so stressed out when actually the next step would be to just like send a little email back, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, another thing is healthy eating. That's become a real fortress for me against stress. I've noticed when I eat really unhealthy, I feel more stressed out. And then I can barely look at myself in the mirror. I feel gross. My clothes are tight. I never want to go back there again. I have been there for years. Now it's really important to me that I don't stress eat and I only eat food when it's not comfort eating. It's a really important thing for me. And instead for comfort, I will have um, a hot chocolate or a cup of hot water. And it's very soothing and very relaxing. Or a cup of tea, um, black, yummy. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't turn to food for comfort. It That, in a sense, stresses me out. I, like, I make sure I healthy eat, in particular when I'm going through a time of stress. Uh, sleep, I prioritize. Um, journaling I prioritize I prioritize like fact journaling when I'm very stressed out like just writing every day okay Jessica what are your action steps for today what do you have to do today and I take every day like that until the challenge and the stress has passed and I don't have to be so like action step focused I'll still be action step focused but I might do it at the end of every week rather than every single day but my journaling ramps up through periods of stress um also planning for a good week is really important and this is something i do with my thrive coaching members um every week we do an end of week review and plan for the week ahead um, and that's really really important that's become a fortress against stress for me and for many of my members it's really important when you are going through a stressful time and you want to reduce stress to plan for a good week ahead and review the week you've had and tweak as you go um, so they're my non-negotiable habits healthy habits so journaling workouts fresh air healthy eating sleep and planning for a good week and what about you what are your non-negotiable habits that keep you grounded and calm when you have stressful things going on in your life that help you compartmentalize the, the stressful thing um, and that helps you become uh, develop your inner peace and calm what do you do what do you do I also do Thrive Times. That's something with I, I, I do in the Thrive Coaching Membership. And um, we do like a 10-minute practice that is based on reflection and silence and affirmations and journaling. It's like we put it all into 10 minutes and we do that three times a week. I couldn't feel... I couldn't go without that now. That really sets the tone for the day and helps make me feel calm and reminds me that, yes, certainly peace does begin in me. I really hope you found this episode helpful. And if you did, if you would be so kind to share it with a friend, it just helps me get my podcast out in front of more people. And if you would like to become a member of our wonderful Thrive Coaching Program, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. That's jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All my love.